0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. This Sunday is National Daughters Day, so what's it like growing up the daughter of a rock and roll icon? I spoke to Kelly Osborne, daughter of Black Sabbath frontman Ozzy Osbourne, during the release of her 2017 memoir. Kelly, nice to Hi, meet you. you.
1: Sure. I just have to turn the dryer on. Hold on. Take your time. Sorry. I uh, My dog woke me up on Monday morning. Welcome to the week by puking on me in bed. <laughs> so I had to wash my sheets. Awesome. So they're finally in the dryer now. I'll get distracted.
0: It's okay. Just let me know when. And I'm... I'd
1: rather talk to you anyway. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm ready. Oh, okay, cool. Hi, I'm WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley, and we're here with the one and only Kelly Osborne, who's out with a new memoir. Hi, um, Hi, Kelly. We're here talking about her new uh, memoir, uh, I Just Threw Sheets in the Dryer. I think that's what it's called, right? Because your do- no, no. dog...
1: No! not You <laughs> not have that!
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the it's
1: book k- is called There Is No Effing Secret. He's making fun of me because before we started this interview, I told him how I needed an extra like, 10 seconds because I had to put my sheets in the dryer because <laughs> my dog chewed on me in bed, so... <laughs>
0: Oh uh, it's yeah. hilarious no all right so but uh, yeah, let's dive into the book why'd you want to write it I mean I feel like every time people do these interviews the first question they always get is so what's the secret to success so I love that are you riffing on that in the title there is, I lo- not, <laughs> one.
1: There is not one it, 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 just, there is no secret you have to be a good person you have to you know want good things in your life and and work hard for them and when you make a mistake get up and try again like it's not it's not rocket science. And and for me, why I also named it that is because my whole life in the public eye, people have told me who I am. Mm -hmm. And I fed into that perception. And I allowed people to think that I was a person that that I'm not. And it made me so unhappy. And I hated who I was. I spent so much time learning to just at least be content with myself. And then I started to get frustrated that people thought I was someone I'm not. But then I also realized how ridiculously selfish that is of me <laughs> and stupid if I'm not going to tell them who I am. Right. So there is no holes. But it is 100% me. And then they can decide, you know, make up their minds what they think of me. And if they don't like me, that's fine. If they do, that's great. You know, my, my strongest message in the book is, is that you can get through anything with love. And there is a lot of really, really heavy topics that we talk about in the book, where, you know, from my mum's cancer and my dad's accident and my drug problems and from, from the past, rehab, Lyme's disease. But then there's also a chapter about my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so a letter, I should say. I wrote it in a way that I want you to laugh along with me and cry along with me at my crazy life and make you realize that you're not alone. Other people are going through these things, too.
0: That's awesome. You mentioned some of those heavier topics. Which one Which one was, was the hardest to write? And which one was the most fun to write, too, on the other side of that?
1: <laughs> I think you know which one was the most <laughs> fun to write. <laughs> the, first, the chapter about dear vagina. I just couldn't get past dear vagina because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> um, I think... Um, Dear Mouth is a very important chapter in that book. Mm -hmm. Um, But the hardest, hardest, hardest was my dad's accident my mom's cancer.
0: Mm -hmm. It was really hard. Can you even go back and read those or just put pen to paper and then? I I,
1: I just did my audio book. I finished it. I I cry on my audio book. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, we It's supposed to be tough.
0: When we listen to the audiobook, we feel that the tears come out of the speakers. It's crazy. Um, you mentioned that it's dear dear vagina, dear bullying, dear dating. I love that the format's sort of like like red, like letters. How did you come up with that idea?
1: There was a number of reasons. Number one, um, there was a time in my life, there has been times in my life, where I could only write letters to people to communicate with them, because I was in a, you know, uh, vacation without a bar, and <laughs> I was in a rehab, or... That wonderful mental institution that my mom put me in, which worked, <laughs> because it scared me to death. Right. And then I, so I read a book by one of my favorite comedians in England, uh, Dawn French, and she did her book in letters. And when we started, we started out by bullet pointing all the different topics that we wanted to hit and, you know, where we wanted to go and how we could, you know, condense it and into a concise and, and easy read. Then the letters, I was like, this is what we should do. We should do letters. This will make this so much easier. We can can actually tackle singular topics head on rather than it being all over the place. And I get to do the things that I've always wanted where you don't have to pick up the book and read from page one till the end. Right. You can pick it up and put it down and, and start from anywhere.
0: Exactly. It, it makes total sense in, you know, Dear Mom, Dear Dad, Dear Brother, all that. In your chapter about your mom, you, you call her the baddest bitch you know. I mean, and it's, it's true. We've seen her on Celebrity Apprentice. We've seen, she, she can do anything. How cool is it to pen that chapter, you know, daughter to mother, and be like, you really are a rock star?
1: Look, it, it's not just that. It's that I'm now of an age where I have friends who have kids who are teenagers now. Right. And I have a whole newfound respect For my mom seeing what I must have put her through. Yeah. And I cannot stand that she was right about everything. Everything. (laughs) They always are. (laughs) That's not. (laughs) And I just had to give her the credit and tell her that and tell her how much I love her and how much I know all she has. You know, there is this misconception about my mom that my mom's life is just my dad and then rebuilding his career and doing... You know, the love story of Sharon and Ozzy. Right, right. But really, what my mom wants and, and loves more than anything is her kids. And she did everything she could on this planet to make sure that we had a better life than she did when she started. My <laughs> mission in life is to make sure that I can make enough money so that she never has to work again and that I can look after her. That's awesome. And my dad.
0: That's awesome. What? what? The, I
1: mean, I'm... My Dad is still doing two and a half hour shows, but that's because he loves it and I don't know anybody i mean the Rolling Stones are older than him, but that play and is vibrant i mean you you know I don't even think young like pop singers could do what he does
0: yeah you meant you mentioned in the book you said um." what do you say you say no matter what mistakes you made dad there's no way i have anything but respect for the fact that you're at 70 years old still selling out 70,000 arenas and i think you challenge any 19 year old today to to be able to do the same thing and i don't think they could your your dad's superhuman (laughs) when when did you he is
1: superhuman i love him so much i've only not seen him for two days i'm like dad i would be a (laughs) you.
0: <laughs> well when did like growing up it's got to be insane having like a rock god like that as a dad i mean when did you like at what age do you discover black sabbath music or are you is it on in the house or Just do you understand. have
1: to i was born and then three months later i was on tour because you had to be three months old to fly mm-hmm. so there was no discovering black sabbath or rock and roll music that was my life i didn't know any different things. it was when i started going to school that i realized that we were a little bit different <laughs>
0: You were along for the ride. And England
1: you know, we were not allowed to swear. We were not I mean, I weren't allowed to swear, nothing. My mom, this is how much my mom protected us. She had three dresses, these three Laura Ashley floral dresses, that when she took us to school and picked us up, she would put one of the three dresses on so that the mothers at the school couldn't pick on us for something else. <laughs> I all- mean... It, it, She's, my mom threw herself in front of a bus for us every single day while running an entire empire.
0: It's awesome.
1: She's a baddest. Like, I'm telling you, there is no one, there is not one businesswoman in the music industry who does what my do- mom does. What's and in the history of time, has ever done it better.
0: What's something, if our listeners are hearing this and they're thinking about picking up the book, what's something we'll, we'll learn about... Your dad, about the Ozzy Osbourne that they don't know. I mean, because we all have an, oh, an idea of him in our mind, you know. He's sort of this pop culture figure in one certain way, but, you know, what, what's something they're going to get, you know, maybe a little more personal about him?
1: My father is one of the smartest men you will ever meet in your life. He knows everything. He remembers everything. He loves to be naughty. I have that in me, too. I will always have that little anarchist inside of you that makes you mischievous. But it's also part of what makes him so charming. But when he pulls stuff, like when I've had a secret conversation in the other room and he'll repeat it to me six months later verbatim, I didn't even know he could hear me. I'm it's, like, how, how did you even remember that?
0: Where do you store this in your brain? You know, it's like, how did, that, how did you come up with that?
1: He's a very, very, I'm telling you, my dad is very smart.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. And if
1: you've noticed, my father has never, ever, ever Except for once when he defended me, had a public feud with anybody. True. He won't. He won't. Whereas, like any of us, if anyone says anything about my dad, me, my mom, my brother, my sister, we're all like, right. but he—he that's how smart he is. He, he knows if I give them the time of day, all I'm doing is feeding the animals, and I don't want to do that.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: exactly. Could
0: I eat them? Is what he says.
1: What does he say? Because I eat them?
0: Yeah, well, oh, are you talking uh, about the bat on stage?
1: <laughs> oh, the bat, the chicken, the dove.
0: <laughs> Whatever animal crosses his path. Oh, that's great. And,
1: but now, I mean, I couldn't imagine anything. I mean, he spent his life with Rocky, his dog, who when my dad leaves the house, sits by the door waiting for him until he gets back and will not move. My dad's been going out of town filming the second season of the History Channel show with my brother. Mm-hmm. And Rocky literally has sat by the back door the entire time.
0: Oh, that's sweet.
1: Like, they do everything. It's really sweet. And he works out two and a half hours a day. He's still healthy and yeah. really, funny, really funny. Love the good joke.
0: Amazing. Amazing guy, man. What a life. I mean, I got to ask you yeah, about.
1: Yeah, but hey, i tell you something else that's really annoying right now. What? With, all, with everything that went on, you know, I'm sure everybody's heard, read about it. I don't want to talk about it. But my parents have fallen back in love again and in a whole new way where I don't think they've ever been so in love. Wow. And I can't stand the making out. It's so gross.
0: Oh, very public.
1: <laughs> uh, not as public. Like, we're just watching TV or watching telly on the couch and sat on the couch, and all I can hear on one side of my head is the, the slapping of the kisses. I'm like, no! Stop <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's oh, let them do then, let them do <laughs> their thing.
1: Line, I get every single time. How do you think you were made? <laughs> Immaculate like, I'm conception.
0: <laughs> get a room, mom and dad. That's funny. I gotta ask you. I gotta ask you about the Osbournes. I mean, it wasn't the first reality show, but it was early and on. Was,
1: no, no, we were the first. That is one thing where I'm like, sorry, no. If I had to take all of it, all well, the crap for it. I'm gonna tell you right now. yes, we were the first, and we were the only ones who did it the way we did it. In the sense, we had cameras. Some, you know, I watch these. My friends who are in different reality shows also film a season in less than six weeks. Sometimes it's three weeks. It took us over six months to film a season. Wow! Because you have to, you don't, you have to follow and see how you can edit it into a twenty-seven-minute episode to create a story. It was exactly how it happened.
0: That's great because some it, people,
1: you know, I, the only rooms that didn't have cameras in were um, the bathrooms.
0: So that was the real deal there. That wasn't like putting on for the cameras. That was your guys growing so now up.
1: they call it. They call it. If they do it the way that they if we, if we did it the way they do it now, we'd probably still be doing it. Right, right. Because you have a lot more control over it. But no, yeah, it just. We got to a point where, like, you know, let's end on a high. People know who we are now. This isn't what we want to do forever. My mom's finally well again, just cancer free. My dad's got his stuff to do. I was touring. And we were just like, it's a, it's a nice time to. Stop. And and now we have more authors than ever to do it again. And we're sat here thinking, do we or do we not?
0: <laughs> right, right. All right, cool. Kelly, thanks so much. Um, we look forward to our listeners reading the book. Again, it's called There Is No Effing Secret. Again, Kelly Osborne on WTOP. I,
1: really, I swear to you, I'm so nervous about this. What? Because it is so honest.
0: Oh, well, that... But... that
1: this is my life, and most people are going to think I'm bloody not, But that's okay.
0: No, it's admirable, the honesty. So thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We really appreciate it.
1: And you. It was lovely speaking with you. Have a great day.
0: All right. Get back to the laundry. I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.